Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 17, 2020. I'm going to be teaching on great freedom all year long, where you are free this year to be the man, the woman that God has called you to be. We study 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'm going to continue in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 eventually. But when I got to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13, talking about the importance of your words, I just kind of got stuck there and the Holy Spirit won't let me leave. So we'll be here for a little while and then we'll keep going. So this is 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 13. We've been looking at it for a while. We're going to go back to it again today. And then I'm going to add a passage to it in Matthew chapter 8 that's talking about the centurion because I like to teach by both precept and example. So we're going to look at an example of this Roman officer. And I believe this message is going to be a blessing to you. The title of, of today's message is Speak the Word Only, Part one. I'm, I'm letting you know right now, this is part one, because I'm going to be talking about this for some days. We're going to deal with the Roman officer, the centurion, for a few days anyway. So this is speak the word only, part one. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse 13, the Bible says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to that which was written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Watch this. Paul says, now we as New Testament believers, we also believe and therefore we speak. We are believers and then we speak what we believe. In Matthew chapter 8, uh, Jesus is coming back to uh, his ministry headquarters. His ministry headquarters was in Capernaum. And as he's coming back to his ministry headquarters after doing ministry, he encounters a Roman officer as he's entering into the city. And the Roman officer was like, well, I know this, this man, Jesus, has his headquarters here in Capernaum. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait at the gate of the city till he comes back because I really need to talk to him. So as Jesus is going, entering into the city, a Roman officer comes up to him and the Roman officer begins to beg Jesus for help. And the officer says, Lord, now that's interesting that he said that. I'm going to teach on this in a minute. He says, Lord, my servant is very sick at home. He's in bed. He can't move and his body is in a lot of pain. So Jesus was like, okay, well, fine, you know. I deal with this every day. People are coming to me. Yeah, whatever. Business as usual. Okay, I'll go. I will go and I'll heal him. And then the officer says, no, this is where the story gets interesting. The Roman officer says, Lord, once again, Lord, that's interesting. He says, Lord, I am not good enough for you to come into my house. Just speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Oh my God, this is good. And so he says this, and then he explains, he says, I know this because I am, I understand authority. He says, this is how I know that I understand authority. There are people who have authority over me and I have soldiers under my authority. So I, I can tell one soldier who's under my authority, go, and he has to go. I can tell another soldier who's under my authority, come, and he has to come or do, and they have to do, right? And so when Jesus heard this, the Bible says, Jesus was amazed. He says, okay, listen, he stopped and told his disciples. His disciples were there. They're coming back from ministry. They're talking to this Roman officer. And he says, hey, guys, I'm going to be honest with y'all. He says, here's the truth. This man has great faith. And I have not found this kind of faith. No, not even in Israel. Not even the people that supposedly know God, that who, who are supposedly the children of God, who search the scriptures, none of them have ever exhibited the type of faith that this man is exhibiting. 
right? So obviously we need to learn from this story. So what does this mean to you today? I'm not going to cover it all today, but I do have two things I want to share with you on this Monday morning. As I get into these two things, I want you to now to, to rid yourself of all distractions. You probably know the story already, but open up your heart to receive. Two things. Number one, here we go. First point is that it takes humility to properly interact with divinity, right? It takes humility to properly interact with divinity. Have you ever been, and this is not in my notes, but I'm gonna just slide this in real quick for free. Have you ever been in a, a let's say in church and the, the worship is, is amazing and the power of God is being manifested and you're like falling down on your face and people are just like worshiping all over the sanctuary and there's somebody that's just sitting there like that? Well, like whatever, like nothing's going on. That person has no concept of, what, of what's going on because pride is in the way. It takes humility to interact with divinity. At a time where, or, or at the time of this text, let me say it this way, the Israelites were subject to the Romans. So for a Roman officer to submit himself to a Jew, and then even to call the Jew Lord, which means ruler, was an act of humility on his part. See, the culture of the kingdom of God is based on honor. This Roman officer did not focus on his position, even though he was over a hundred soldiers. He didn't focus on the, on the fact that the Romans were ruling over the Israelites. He honored Jesus and he honored the anointing on Jesus's life. He honored himself enough. He honored Jesus enough to come and submit to that anointing. So let me just say this. I'm going to just, once again, this is not really within the context of the series, but this is a very important point that you have to learn. When God operates, God can minister to you directly. No problem. But if God ministers to you through a human, whenever God is using a human, like right now, when God uses me to minister to you, that's called the anointing. There's an anointing on my life to teach the word of God. But for you to receive from a man or woman, you have for the God in that man or woman, you have to honor the human in the loop. You have to honor the man or the woman to receive from the anointing on the man or the woman. If you don't honor the person, you will never receive from the anointing on the person. Here you have a stranger, a Roman officer, not even a Jew, who came and honored Jesus on a greater level than the Jews had honored him. They, he, this man honored Jesus on a greater level, so he received on a greater level. If you want to receive from the anointing on a man or woman, you have to honor the anointing on that man or woman, and you have to honor the human in the loop. If you have no honor for the person, you will not receive from the anointing on the person. Say amen to that. Now, let me get back to this Roman officer. So this Roman officer, another thing I want to point out is that he didn't go out of his way to find Jesus for his wife. He didn't go out of his way to find Jesus for his son. This man left his house and went and stood at the gate of Capernaum waiting on Jesus to come back. And he was doing this for his servant. He was serving. He was a leader and he was serving his servant. Let me just slide this in on leadership. Leadership is a servant relationship, which facilitates human development. You are assigned, if you are a leader, you are assigned to serve those people that you lead. You, you should be honored that you get to lead somebody and you are there to serve them. Godly leadership serves those that you are blessed 
to lead. And then finally, going back to humility, this man was humble. He, this man did not allow pride of who he was, and he's a Roman, and where over Jews, none of that. Please do not allow pride to keep you from receiving from God or receiving from God through another human being through the anointing. Amen? All right. Number two. Two points for today. Here's the second point. It takes an understanding of authority to access supernatural power. We all want to operate in the supernatural, but you got to understand how this thing works. You would never maximize what you do not understand. So the first thing the Roman officer said, after claiming to understand how authority works, he says, let me explain how authority works. The first thing he said was, I'm under authority. He said, let me, let me explain how authority works. The first thing he said was, I'm under authority. There are people that have authority over me. I have superiors, right? His authority was derived from his submission. He was like, I have superiors. And because I'm, in, I'm subject to others, then others will be subject to me. Because I'm under authority, then people have to be under my authority. Because I do what I say, then the people under my authority have to do what I say. You see what I'm saying? I do what I'm told, I'm sorry. Then the people under my authority have to do what I say. Because authority is derived from submission. You cannot be in authority if you're not under authority. This is what made Jesus so powerful. Jesus's authority came from his submission to the Father. Jesus was completely submitted to the Father to the point where he said, I only say those things I hear my Father say. I only do those things I see my Father do. He was completely submitted to the Father, and so he had divine authority. If you want to live like Jesus, as a, as a matter of fact, the Bible says that as Jesus is, so are we in this world. That's 1 John 4 and 17. For us, for you and I to live like Jesus in this world, we have to submit like he submitted. Our authority comes from our submission. So the Roman officer said, because I'm submitted to authority, then watch this. Then people are assigned to me and the people that are assigned to me, when I say go, they have to go. When I say do, they have to do. Why? Because when I'm told to go by people over me, I have to go. And when I'm told to do by people over me, then I have to do. What he was saying was, listen, whoever I have authority over, is subject to my words, right? Now, if there's somebody that's not under my authority, I can tell them to go, they don't have to go. If there's somebody that's not under my authority, I can tell them to do, they don't have to do. But whoever is under my authority, if I tell them to go, they have to go. And I tell them to do, they have to do. Now, I'm, I'm driving this home and I'm, you know, like the painstaking detail. Why? Because I'm trying to get to this point. Here's the point. I'm going to basically tell you what I believe this man was saying in my own words. This is the RPV, Rick Pena version of what the centurion said. Here's the Rick Pena version. The man was saying, Mr. Jesus, I am not here because I'm a Roman and you're a Jew. That has nothing to do with it. I am here because I perceive that you have authority over sickness. Now, I don't. If I had authority over sickness, I could just speak to the sickness and it would have to go. But I don't have that type of authority, which is why I'm here. Mr. Jesus, I believe you have authority over sickness. And whatever you have authority over is subject to your words. Therefore, I don't need you to come. I just need you to say, speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Man, I'm telling you, this man 
understood authority and he honored that authority and he honored the anointing of Jesus's life. And he was so convinced that Jesus had authority over sickness that he didn't need Jesus to go to his house and he didn't need to see anything with his own eyes. Unlike Jairus who said, no, I need you to come to my house, lay hands on my daughter, then she shall recover, then she shall live. He was like, no, I don't need to see any of that. I believe you have authority and I have faith in that authority. So I don't need you to come. I just need you to say, I have faith in a word spoken. And Jesus was like, oh my God, come here guys. Listen, this man has great faith. I haven't found this type of faith anywhere, not even in Israel. So my question for you as I close, I got some questions for you as we close on this Monday morning. Look at me for a minute. Do you have this type of faith? Do you believe in the authority of Jesus? Do you believe in the, watch this, in the authority that Jesus has delegated to you? Do you believe in the anointing on your own life? Do you believe in the power of your own words? Do you understand the power that God has placed inside of your mouth? Everything that Jesus has authority over is subject to your words because he has given you delegated authority. So when you speak words that you believe from, you speak words of faith from a believing heart, power is released. The problem is, watch this, that this thing can work in two directions. Let me explain as I close. God is speaking to you and Satan is speaking to you all day. God is speaking to you all day. Satan is speaking to you all day. The question is, which one will you believe? Like whose report are you going to believe? If you believe Satan and you speak what Satan is saying out of your mouth and you believe it, like you're speaking words from a believing heart, then you are activating fear and you're going to have what you say. But if you speak what God is saying and you're speaking words of faith from a believing heart, you're going to activate faith and you're going to have what you say. Faith and fear operate the same way. Both are expressions of your confidence. One is an expression of your confidence in Satan and what he's saying. One is an expression of your confidence in God and what he's saying. My question is, whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to speak faith or are you going to speak fear? Because whichever words you speak are the words you, you receive because you will have what you say. I mean, your words are super duper important. You are going to have what you say. That's enough for today. I'm going to keep teaching on this this week. Let, let's stop and let's speak some stuff over our lives. I want you to, to understand the authority that God has given you in the name of Jesus. And now we're going to speak some stuff. Repeat after me and speak this in faith from a believing heart. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, the Christ, my Lord, to the earth. Jesus took back everything the devil had stolen in the Garden of Eden. All authority has been given to Jesus in heaven, in the earth, and under the earth. Jesus then delegated that authority to me. I am authorized to use his name. You have given me the power and the authority in the name of Jesus. Everything under Jesus's authority is under my authority when I use his name. And everything under Jesus's authority is subject to Jesus's words. In the same way, it's all subject to my words when I operate in the name of Jesus. And when I speak words of faith from a believing heart. So I enter this day 
ready to speak the word only and I will have whatsoever I say. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, don't you want these notes? Go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button, a red one. Click on it. Put in your email address there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So sign up. Enter into this day. This may be a message that you want to listen to again. I mean, your words are important. You are a whosoever and you will have whatsoever you say. So speak the word only. Go into this day and have an amazing week. Do me a favor. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. God bless you. Hey, good morning, everyone. Here we go. It's a Monday morning. I know that today is a holiday, so some people are off today. Some people are working. I, I debated. I don't normally do today's word on holidays, but this is a holiday where a lot of people are still working. So uh, let's see. We'll get some people to tune in. I know some people are sleeping. Okay, I got some people tuning in. Praise God. All right. Good morning. Good morning. I see you. I see you. All right, look, share this on your social media right now. There you go. Good morning. Share this on your social media right now uh, on your timeline and with your friends. Let's get people to tune in. Let's get, let's start the, the week off right with the word of God. Hey. All right. I see enough people tuning in. All right. Good morning, God. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Let's pray. Father, I thank you once again for this opportunity to communicate your word. And I declare that I communicate it effectively because I decrease that you would increase in me, with me, through me, and, 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 and you would do it for me, Father. So I, I give myself over to you, spirit, soul, and body. You speak through my vocal cords. You think through my mind. You operate through my limbs. It is you, Father, who live in me. You give me the words and you perform the work. You would be glorified this morning through your word, and then you watch over your word to perform it. So as I communicate uh, this word, this is a very important word, so that we as believers would speak the word only, that we would take a that we would take authority uh, even over our own selves, that we would submit ourselves to the discipline of speaking life only, speaking the word only, knowing that when we speak your words, that you are speaking through us and then you're watching over your words to perform it. And as we speak your words, Father, we exercise divine authority on this planet. So everything that we have authority over, Father, we have power, we have authority, and we release that power, we release that authority through our words, speaking words of faith from a believing heart. We pray this by faith now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Once again, good morning, everyone. Please share this on your social media, on your timeline with your friends, and let's go ahead and get started. The importance of your words. This is some good stuff. This is really blessing me already. I love talking about the centurion, so let's go ahead and get started. Here we go. <clears throat> 